straight to her house. Nor did she stir when the rustling sound got louder, as sweaty palms shifted the box gently along the steps so that it wouldn't tip. But if noon or anyone else on the whole of Lombard Street had been only half awake, she surely would have heard the singular whisper, tinged with a sadness that was dark as the night. The air heard it and swallowed it up and whipped around the corner to push Herbie on home. Herbie was wide awake, walking through the streets as the air nudged him on, heading in after a night of clapping to the beat, then hanging later at Royale because he'd heard Ethel might be coming back. Then stepping outside of Royale and running right into Bo, the barber who cut hair at the end of Herbie's block, and having to suffer through a lecture about the wages of sin and ignorance. Herbie appreciated the way the moving air was at his back. He needed a push to get home. The red and white candy cane lamp in front of Bo's barbershop made Herbie mad again as he thought about Bo's finger wagging in his face and his voice all in his ear saying, Boy, you got a good wife. Stop trying to live the fast life, chasing women and hanging in those clubs. He got some nerve, Herbie thought. He ought to be glad my sweet pretty mama taught me to respect my elders, or I would have yanked his finger and told him to mind his own business. Herbie kicked at the air as he walked past Bose. He didn't consider himself a woman chaser anyhow. There was his wife, Noon, and there was Ethel. At least there had been Ethel. He hadn't seen her in several months, but now... The thought of her roundness filled his head, the way she moved like fire and made the air crackle when she laughed. The thought warmed him as he pushed up Lombard Street toward home. The air was moving faster now, impatiently, rushing ahead of Herbie and then doubling back to egg him on. He pulled his jacket closer and picked up his pace. His house was in the middle of a long block. For the past year, he and his wife, Noon, lived here with people mostly like him who used to live in the South, too. Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi. They brought their dialects, their gospel music and blues, their love for Jesus, children, and candied yams. A few had been here all along, so they said, like Noon's pastor, Reverend Shell. My daddy's daddy worked for Harriet Tubman. Reverend Shell was often heard to proclaim. The stories of the perilous journeys on the railroad made for rich metaphor many a Sunday about making it to the promised land. Except that Herbie got it secondhand from noon. He rarely went to church, didn't particularly care for Reverend Shell's dramatics, and had a few railroad stories of his own, as he was a red cap, a porter, at the 30th Street train station. The air was really dancing now, and whistling, and made Herbie step even faster. Noon would be asleep, he was sure of that. Just as well, he thought, with her problem and all when it came time for them to mix pleasures. Just as well. When he thought about Noon, his guilt vibrated in his chest like a tuning fork sitting where his lungs should be. Good church-going woman she was didn't go to card parties or speakeasies, content to take care of him and her church business and roast a turkey for somebody's wedding 
or fried chicken for the gathering after somebody's funeral, or sew organza dresses for somebody's girls for Easter. Nice things. He was almost sorry he was warmed by thoughts of Ethel. But then he pictured Ethel's lips, the thickness and redness, and her drooping eyes that always seemed to be moaning, baby, baby. And he thought about noon and her problem, and Bo's finger wagging in his face, and all he could do was say, damn, out loud to only the moving air. The box sat patiently on the steps as Herbie approached his house. He might have tripped over it, except that pink yarn fringes hung over the edges. They rippled in the breeze and startled the night as they moved. They startled Herbie, too. What the hell? He murmured as he stopped sharply and nudged the box with his foot.